Hey, and welcome to the One More Thing podcast, a podcast where we go beyond the weekend and highlight one more thing to help you walk out your faith in the middle of the work week. And this week, we're going to talk about diversity and why the color of our churches should reflect the color of our communities. So welcome back to the One More Thing podcast. Uh, Whether you're streaming from the gym or joining us on the road, I'm glad you're here. Here's the thing. We believe, I believe, that Christ has called us to be daily disciples, not just weekend worshipers. And that's why we do this podcast. I want to give you one more thing to think about in the midst of the work week so that we don't lose sight of what God is calling us to be and to do as disciples. Recently at Northeast, our church planner and residents spoke from the parable of the Good Samaritan. And he talked about how we see the world around us and how we interact with those unlike us. It was a challenge that really hit at the heart of diversity in the body of Christ in the church. Charles, our church planner in residence, is setting out to plant a multicultural church here in the northeast corner of San Antonio. So as a part of this conversation, he quoted Dr. Martin Luther King, who famously noted over 50 years ago that the most segregated hour in America is 11 o'clock on Sunday morning. And unfortunately, as Charles noted this weekend, over 50 years later, the needle has hardly moved. Sunday morning is still one of the most segregated hours in America. And yes, we've made some strides. But recent studies show that 80% of evangelical churches still have less than 20% diversity. In fact, according to data that I was looking at recently published by the Pew Research Center, the more evangelical the church is, the more segregated it actually becomes. And that's tragic, is it not? I mean, we who have the hope of Christ in us, we who read Paul's words in the New Testament that because of Christ, there is now neither Jew nor Greek, neither slave nor free, neither male nor female, for we're all one in Christ Jesus. We who have this gospel should be the most engaged in this conversation of reconciliation and diversity. And yet, sadly, we who espouse the gospel are the ones who find ourselves with the least diversity among us on Sunday mornings. As I was thinking about Charles' challenge to us as a church this weekend, as I was looking at my kids and their experience in our culture, I realized that there's one more thing that we're missing in the conversation, one more thing that I hadn't connected. And the reason that this conversation is so essential, the reason that we address this issue in the church is this. As parents and grandparents, we so often repeat a particular refrain to our children in our conversations. So when our kids notice something in the world around us, how it's operating in contrast to maybe what our family values or what we as Christians value, uh, we'll often say to them, well, you know, honey, that's, that's how the world does it. That's not how we live, is it? And I know I do this all the time with my kids. In fact, recently a conversation came up with my kids about drugs and substance abuse. And we had this frank conversation. Hey, this is what some people think. And this is what some people do. But this isn't what we do. Because here's what God says. Our body is a temple. We we do not get drunk with wine, but we are filled with the Spirit. All all of these things that we started pulling out from Scripture to help them understand. Hey, this is what you're going to see in the world. But this is what God wants you to do and how God wants you to live. This is our conversation. This is honestly our conversation all the time, just like it's probably your conversation at home with your kids or your grandkids. That, hey, that's the value in the world, but this is the value here in the church. This is the value that God calls us to in the scriptures. 
So all of us as parents have these conversations, whether our kids are asking about smoking or sex, whether the conversation's about money or about serving. We compare the world's message and the world's uh, quote-unquote wisdom with God's wisdom. And as a result, when we bring them to church on Sunday, they look at what we do on Sundays and it either reinforces and hopefully reinforces or it becomes this hypocritical picture, right, of what we're saying God values. But, but I pray when they come on Sundays, it's reinforcing what we're saying God values. But here's the thing and here's how it connects to diversity. Right now, the world is talking about diversity more than the church. And in many respects, the world is doing more about diversity than the church. And why is this a problem? Because when we spend the bulk of our time telling our kids that everything they see in the world is wrong and everything that they see in the church is right, it can raise questions. For, for example, when they see the world petition for diversity, but they come into the church and they never see it or they never hear us talk about, it, then what are we leading them to conclude? I would argue that we are leading them to conclude that diversity is a worldly value, but not so much a godly one. And people, that couldn't be further from the truth. The scriptures make it so incredibly clear that God came for all people, that one day every tribe and every tongue and every nation will stand before the throne and cry out, holy, holy, holy. And that Christ's sacrifice wasn't just sufficient to cancel the debt of our sin and, and our spiritual separation from God, but it's also just as powerful and effective to tear down the dividing wall of hostility between men. Or at least that's what the gospel says in Ephesians chapter 2. See, the gospel tells us that Christ died to make us one. And one, not only with God, but with each other. But what are we communicating to our kids when the only place they hear this conversation on diversity is from the world? I would argue that we are unintentionally and yet very pointedly communicating to them that diversity is a worldly value and not a godly one. Here's the thing. Diversity is a gospel value. Diversity is a gospel value. And as far as Paul was concerned in his writing to the Ephesians, he absolutely believed that the church should be at the forefront of showing the world God's redemptive power by our willingness to love one another and worship together. Diversity is absolutely a gospel value. So here's the question. Are your kids hearing you talk about it? Or are they only hearing the world talk about it? And what is that silence then communicating to them about God's heart and God's value for life and God's value for reconciliation, even in his church? How are you and how is your church modeling the fullness of the gospel in this? Because again, here's my fear. If the only place they hear it talked about is out in the world, then they'll naturally conclude that either God doesn't care about it in the church or at the very least, even if he does, we don't. And my hunch is that growing up in an increasingly diverse world, our kids won't want to be a part of an ongoingly segregated church. So let's make sure that our generation and the next generation and the one behind that hears from us that diversity is absolutely a gospel value. Let's make sure that they hear it not only from our voice, but they see it in who we invite around our dinner table.
Let's make sure that we as the church are leading out in this conversation. Lest we communicate silently to our children that this is something that the world cares about, but something that God really doesn't pay much attention to. Because the reality is, God gave his very son to give his life, not just for our spiritual reconciliation, but as Paul reminds us in Ephesians also, for our very real physical reconciliation too. Diversity is absolutely a gospel value. How are you living that out? And how are you walking that out and speaking that out in your voice before your kids and your family? Thanks for listening to One More Thing. If you have questions or comments, please reach out to us at nebc.ch slash contact. To hear our weekly messages, be sure to subscribe to the Northeast Bible Podcast on Spotify, Google, or Apple Podcasts. Be sure to stay connected with us throughout the week by downloading our app or following us on social media at Northeast Bible. Thanks again, and we hope that you join us as we continue to make disciples on mission for Jesus Christ. 